Dude. Dude. It's week one. Are you excited or what? I see you're still wearing your Nikes. I'm wearing my Nikes. And hey, hey if anybody's got any that they don't like or want to set oh, yeah, on yeah, fire, yeah, yeah. Send them just to us, put right? it in a box, send it to us. We've got plenty of uses for it. And Nike doesn't care. They've already got your money. And you're giving them all kinds of publicity, so uh, applause. I think that people are a little confused on what a boycott is. You're not supposed to own it first. Yeah, that's kind of like the opposite of what a boycott really is. You already own the stuff. Exactly. So why are you lighting it on fire? But anyways, dude, it's week one. I am excited. Are you excited? I couldn't be more excited. Mariners are tanking. Um, There's nothing else going on. It's fall is here almost kind of crisp air crisp in the morning air. <laughs> it's 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 football time and and it starts like right now no now welcome to the common ground football podcast here are your hosts brian mclaughlin and andrew guzman you ever have a a bad headphone day Sometimes, like things are sliding all over the place, and maybe you need a hair. Maybe you need to get your uh, ears lowered. <laughs> I just got my hair did. <laughs> I think I'm good. Uh, episode number thirty-two of the Common Ground Football Podcast, officially week one. Yes, week one. Uh, you guys are going to Carolina to play uh, my least favorite quarterback in the world, Cam and Cam, Cammy Newton um it's (laughs) i but what's funny is i literally well i just drafted him in my fantasy team (laughs) you gotta do what you gotta do and because he was available and he puts up good fantasy points so even though i can't stand him um he was there so i picked him so um yeah so week one finally get to go back to like regular format we've been desperately trying to fill shows now for well since february (laughs) And now we get to do our week to week, which we only got to do two weeks of when we started this thing because we, you know, we're lazy and started late. <laughs> so, uh, um, I'm ready. I just, I'm like, not much to say except for jump right into it. Let's let's get week four of the preseason <laughs> in the rearview mirror as fast as humanly possible. But it did happen. Yes, it did happen. Um, my team. The Seattle Seahawks. Um, well, we lost. Hey, so did Dallas. Seattle and Dallas both went zero and four in the preseason. It is the, uh, um, I believe, the first time in Seahawks franchise history that they went zero and four in the preseason. But you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. We, we've discussed over and over again. It it doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, actually. Here's the way I looked at it. Uh, I went back and looked at the week three and uh, Seattle, when the starters were in, they were ahead. Starters came out. They lost. So you know what? We won that game. (laughs) (laughs) If they would have stayed in, they would have (laughs) won. They would have won. So uh, week four is all about just people. You know what I like about week four? That's the the scouts game. Yeah, I I didn't get a chance to watch. I was going to watch your game. And I apologize, but I did not. Um, How dare you? I'm so sorry. I, uh, I'm i going to watch at the same time as my game this week. I don't know how I'm going to do it. 
I got picture in picture on the one TV, so I can I'll figure it out. But uh, um, I like that in week four, even though it's all backups and guys that are probably not going to make the team, they play so damn hard because they want to make the team that you actually get a semi decent yeah like scrimmage like type game. Well, and they're not, and they're not only putting out tape for the team that they're on right now or at that point in time they're also trying to you know get stuff on tape for other teams who may be looking for you know that certain position or whatever oh they're they're auditioning for all 32 teams at that point they Mm -hmm. they just want it's it's the unfortunate side of the league and you see it on saturday when everybody gets cut and all of a sudden you have all these dudes out there on the market that and a lot of them are still jobless like they don't have a team and you know nfl is their dream and and they're not playing and so that part kind of it kind of sucks i almost want not for necessarily the the for those guys like oh i feel awful for them we should have more roster space but i kind of am starting to think i was talking to my dad the other he asked me he's like okay so they have 53 man rosters but how many actually dress for the games and it's 46 i believe right yep I feel like in this day and age with the injuries and how violent the game is getting just because guys are getting bigger and faster, it would it's, and I know coaches want this too. I, I think it's probably time for the NFL to address maybe the amount of guys, maybe expand the rosters a little bit. You don't have to go by a lot, but a little bit. And then you change who, how many you have dress because it kind of limits you a little bit. Yeah. What do you see that? What about, uh, and here's just a crazy, crazy we're just, idea. We're, we're starting off crazy because it's week one. What if, um, what if the NFL started some sort of like farm program? Oh, so like baseball, yeah. the minor leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Cause all they've got right now is a practice, practice squad. Yep. That's really, you know, and then the waiver wire and you're just always looking. I mean, granted that's a whole nother element and a whole nother, you know, deal, but that could be an interesting. I kind of like that. That would definitely expand your rosters because, like, Major League Baseball's got you've got twenty five that are with the big club, mm-hmm. but they have a forty man roster, and and then they've got, of course, all these players that then are below that down in even like Double A AA and Triple A. That would work. So, actually, think, the NFL does have a farm team. It's everybody in the CFL. <laughs> the <laughs> CFL wants to make sure you do not think. But they are a farm league for the NFL. They want to be separate. Uh, so was there anything in your game that was encouraging, not encouraging, scary? Uh, glad it's over. Glad it's over. So Dallas went to Houston uh, for the final preseason game. They lost 6-14. Um, jumping right into it, and we, we'll try to keep this short because we want to get into our week one previews and all that Hell business. Yeah. But um, Definitely backup quarterback is a concern. Um, Cooper Rush struggled. Mike White struggled. The team, well, the team in general struggled, but seeing, that was the first time really seeing Cooper Rush really, I mean, really struggle. And granted, Houston was playing, you know, third and fourth shrinkers as well, so that is a little bit more cause for concern. Mike White, he's a rookie. You know, he's going to have his, his, uh, growth and all that business but um dallas decided to and we'll get into it but dallas decided to keep just three quarterbacks so you got uh 
Prescott's the starter. Then you have Cooper Rush as QB2 and Mike White QB3. So if something were, unfortunately, to happen to Dak, um, I don't think the team would go into full panic, but I definitely think they would be, depending on the injury, they'd definitely probably be looking at a, a veteran quarterback to bring in just it, as it, a it's, safe. It's 100% more common ground yeah between our two teams because i'm in the exact same boat it's yeah. weird so uh definitely backup quarterback uh offensive line depth that's a concern i mean zach martin is going to be back and ready to play week one but um with tyron smith's injury history like i've mentioned before and now with travis frederick who you, you don't know when he's going to come back although dallas decided not to put him on um they have him on the active roster so he's not going to be put on IR, at least right now. So there's a possibility he could be back because, you know, you put a player on IR designated return, that's, I think it's eight-week minimum. Yeah. Um, so maybe there's some belief that maybe he can be back in two, three, four weeks. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, other than that, it was just good to get out of there without, again, any major injuries and um, move on to the preseason or on to the regular season, sorry. And then we got. Oh, do you want to yeah, go, go over your Seattle? Yeah, we'll go over Seattle just real quick because I'm I'm with you. We got to get to cut day reactions and because that was a big day, especially for your team. Because yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, encouraging things, offensive line even kind of still showed that, uh, that they're vastly improved, even though we're talking about backups. So outside of a Fetty, I'm actually super super confident in the O line. And maybe that'll change after two or three games. But for now, I'm feeling much better about the O-line. So, um, And wide receiver depth, that showed again. That's actually when we got to cut day, it was like, okay, well, who are they going to keep? Because they had a lot of really good performances mm-hmm. at the wide receiver position. Um, Stringfellow had a, a great touchdown catch. and um, But, you, again, you're watching and you're going, okay, well, how many are they going to have five, six wide receivers on where the roster be, yeah. yeah where are they going to go there's only so many spots um darbo didn't play and of course then he was waived anyway and claimed by new england and, and then, then and then he was waived. waived again then he had a surgery and so now he's done for the season anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah poor guy and then like i said same boat quarterback was a uh, the whole you know they 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 got magoo magoo and you figure, okay, well, that's, you know, he's going to be battling Austin Davis for the backup job. And Austin Davis came out and it was pretty much, ugh. And, but Austin Davis played the first half and he actually had a really good first half. And then Magoo came out and Magoo played. <laughs> it's Magoo, but Magoo. Uh, he actually played really well. So you, you got that. But again, he's, he's like super raw. Yeah. So he's got an amazing arm, but he needs time to to figure stuff out and then of course the seahawks did something else the quarterback position which i'll get into later that kind of answered all those questions um and then the only thing that really scared me again no no injuries uh like you that was great still a little concerned about the pass rush um but we'll see how that looks as we get into the regular season janikowski missed two freaking kicks <laughs> so i had a little bit of blair walsh flashbacks a little bit of heartburn i was a little bit of uh like what the but then I remember that he's actually getting used. To, he had like the same place uh, placeholder for his like most of his career, and now he's got 
my the most amazing punter on the planet <laughs> rookie um, michael uh, dixon but he well the most amazing punter on the planet that's oh, okay gonna be like rookie of the year like, oh, okay yeah yeah uh he uh so he's he's getting used to some things but he did miss two and you're kind of like i'm not quite certain about that but uh, again pre-season. you think you're concerned about kicker oh, oh i know we'll, we'll get to yours uh other than that yeah no nothing too bad i'm just i'm with you i'm glad it's over and i'm ready to get on to real football so cut day happened on uh what was that saturday yep saturday god teams needed to cut down from their 90 man roster down to 53 by well our time one o'clock so one saturday morning was a pretty hectic busy morning and it's such a gamble too because they're waving guys hoping that nobody grabs them because you know they want them for the practice squad right so and actually it's easier now with only one cut there's so much that guys that you really want to just come right back to you Mm -hmm. i think it's easier now because you're going from 90 to 53 i want to say i want to say out of the i don't know i think it was like 1100 or 1200 players or so that were cut saturday only 31 or 32 were claimed Jeez. So that kind of gives you some perspective there, too. It's a lot of guys out of a job. So the first thing I wrote down, because we're going to start with you, and it's right to you. <laughs> Anybody cut that surprised you? We'll get to the surprise later, but we'll go, we'll go through just some of the other notable notable cuts. It's going to make so, us all wait. Um, Jerk. Charles Tapper, cut. Brought back to the practice squad. Cut again, and that was today, actually. Uh, so that got him back, and then cut yeah. again. Um, and Tapper was one of those guys out of Oklahoma who he he could have been, he could have been and still could be just he could be a great player. It was just injuries. It, it, he was never able to get on the field. So injuries the past three years that slowed his growth and and he fell behind. And then obviously with the influx of uh, defensive line talent that Dallas has now, you know Tapper had to had to be moved on. But. Um, Jihad Ward, who they traded for earlier this year during the draft, he was released. Um, Darius Jackson, who um, a lot of people were excited about and thought possibly he could be running back three, um, was cut, and they brought him back to the practice squad, and then he was signed by Green Bay. So Lame. um, Jackson out, and Dallas brought Bo Jackson, or sorry, not Bo Jackson, (laughs) Bo Scarborough oh. back in. So he's he's now back on the practice squad. Uh, other cuts, Lance Lenore, he's back on the practice squad. Um, Chaz Green, I feel for the guy. Um, but just watching him play the past couple preseason games, I mean, really since the Atlanta game last year, but watching him this preseason, he just doesn't look like he wants to play or wanted to play. You, you, just, wanna, you just couldn't yeah. see it there. Yeah, And, I mean, if if he was to continue to play and play with the starting, you know, starting first team offense, you know, Dak, Dak's going to get killed. Yeah. So, you know, it's a good thing. Chaz green now cut, you know, unfortunate just kind of his situation and everything that's happened. Um, hopefully he lands on his feet or if maybe he decides to do something other than football, just hopefully he's, you know, hope him the best. Um, one name that came up that was a definitely in the conversation of being either that 53rd guy or that cut was um, Rico. Now, unfortunately, Uncle Rico, 
Uncle Rico. Now, unfortunately, he made the um, dumb choice to, let's just say, make a bad decision. Uh, ended up getting pulled over and arrested uh, for marijuana possession. Um, Friday night, the night before cut down day. But, so that news came out Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. And now I remember all this because I'm like, I remember Twitter yeah. on cut day and the headline that the Dallas Cowboys actual official feed posted. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I, and I sat there like, what? <laughs> so Who proved that? Rico made a boneheaded mistake. Now, I, I, I have an opinion on both sides, and I'm not going to get into that, but... We could make a whole show he, out of that. He did make the 53-man roster. So... Despite his let, arrest. Let's see how this... Let's see how this Rico experiment goes. I mean, he, excited. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. He struggles with his blocking and all that, you know. Um, but the type of plays that he can make is what makes people excited. And with Dallas's track record, if they were to release him, any tight end that Dallas releases goes on to have a pretty good career. So, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. So there's that. You so just hope that he there's he, a fear. He realized him his. It's one of those instances where he gets a reality check right, right. and and realizes his mistake and he's fine right um and then we get to the person who was the very last cut and there was actually about five five to seven minutes before the deadline the news came down dallas released uh their leading you want know, to take us to the moment take us <laughs> what to you the were moment. Fe- what you were feeling uh, I was feeling pretty. I was feeling pretty good so far, and then this news hit. But Dallas um, decided to part ways with uh, Dan Bailey, second most accurate kicker in NFL history. Um, have you figured out why? Was with the team for about the past seven years. I I have it a suspicion, just kind of what I've what I've read and and have heard that kind of thing. I, it's definitely not. If it was a hundred percent cap a cap move then they they fumbled that 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 would have been a bad mood bad move sorry it puts you in a bad mood but it did put me in a bad mood <laughs> um some of what i've heard was just kind of the over the past two seasons or so um 2016 he had the back injury and then uh last year he had the groin injury which if you've if you kind of if you kind of look at it, a groin injury after a back injury that's kind of like a domino. Oh yeah, kind of a domino effect. I mean, you've had back problems, so it sucks. Um, but the performance did decline a little bit. Now, still though, as a fan, would you rather have Bailey, who has been there for seven years and is accurate? I mean, had his few misses over the years. You know, every kicker does. All kickers do, but. You've got the proven veteran there or undrafted Brett Maher, who was with the Cowboys in 2013, um, just with the practice squad and through training camp, or not practice squad, but just through training camp, then was released and then bounced up to the CFL. And then he came back down. He's been he's been back and forth just on training camps. Um, Dallas brought him in this offseason and performed well. I mean... A lot of people are pointing to the 57-yard field goal against Houston as the, like, that's kind of sealed the deal. I mean, he's got the leg. He's performed well in camp and in practice. So, um, 
yeah, we'll we'll roll with Brett Maher. And, and I mean, I guess if you talk about position flex for Brett Maher, he's also um, could be a backup punter if for whatever reason Chris Jones was to go down. But um, yeah, unfortunately, we saw the last of Dan Bailey. That's a bummer. He um, he had a workout scheduled with the Jets. I don't know if he signed or anything, but I haven't heard anything. It was definitely pretty. It was a that was a shock. That was, it was a shock and that to was probably, all of us, <laughs> and that was probably the biggest shock over the past couple of years. I mean, yeah, you knew something was going to go on with Witten, whether he was well, he knew he was going to retire eventually. Um, and same with Romo, and and with Ware, you know, Ware was a cap casualty, and then with with Dez releasing Dez, but. All of a sudden, seeing Dan Bailey cut was like, whoa, that was that was definitely a weird one. So all the best to him. I really hope we don't go into the dark ages of the years we had. We're bringing in just kicker after kicker after kicker. I mean, we had the years with Nick Folk. We had the years with Billy Cundiff. We had uh, Mike Vanderjack. We had um, um, Grammatica. Just, I mean, with the, there were some dark times in yeah. – in, uh, Dallas's pass with kickers it was always and it those some of those games always came down to a kick and those kickers couldn't deliver and it was just the worst feeling and so having having Bailey for the past seven years I mean it's just been awesome I mean there's stories out there where uh Dallas would get to you know within field goal range and they put out the special teams unit nobody really paid attention they knew they were going to have three points they were already talking about the next you know offensive series so having that kind of weapon and that you know, well, and when they move liability back, the, back there, when they move out the extra point, that became so much more important, right? Just that one point, and you look at how many get missed now because they moved it back. Yep, the accuracy of your kicker all of a sudden that's more important, not just for your three point field goals, but for your actual extra point. Yeah, and uh, I, I was stunned, and I immediately, as soon as I saw it, I just went, "Oh no." <laughs> Oh Cause, man, because I knew where you were, what, and and you were obviously trying to concentrate on something else, and and, and I just, oh, I was like, I wonder if he even knows. <laughs> oh, I knew, <laughs> I knew as soon as it hit. Oh, but man. Uh, no, definitely a shocker, and, and um, what's it going to go into? It's probably something. I mean, how do you feel about your roster as a whole? So uh, there was a lot of talk about kind of where Dallas was going to go heavy, what position. So um, just kind of breaking down the numbers, they went with – I'll just quickly go through it. So uh, special teams, three, defensive line, nine, um, ten, including Irving. He's, you know, got his three or four-game suspension. So once he comes back, they'll have to make a move to get him onto that um, or to, you know, keep into the 53. Uh, Defensive lineman, nine, linebacker, seven, cornerback, four, safety, five, offensive lineman, nine, Wide receiver six, so they did keep a heavy load of wide receivers. Wow. Um, four tight ends, one fullback, two running backs, three quarterbacks. And that's your 53-man roster. Um, some big surprises, or maybe not big if you've been following, but the um, pleasant surprise was um, Antoine Woods. He is your... Um, probably your starting defensive lineman so he's he's on the roster made the roster Dorrance armstrong who's shown up he's your, your ed, other edge rusher so now all of a sudden dallas has a pretty good stable of edge rushers um so yeah i'm excited you have a roster we have a roster and we have a game 
Sunday. All right. So on the Seahawks side of things, uh, there actually wasn't a ton of, I would say, shockers. Yeah, shockers. You kind of knew who was going to get cut and who was going to go. I I wrote down two. DJ Alexander, linebacker. uh, He ended up going to the the Eagles, got him, claimed him. Um, And then, again, that wide receiver – that whole position and trying to who's going to who's going to stay and who's going to go uh keenan reynolds i thought was actually going to get a spot he got he got waived but ended up practice squad so we get to keep him practice so squad. that so that's good uh um, i see my boy made it <laughs> which one's your boy um mr shaqueen oh well <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> uh yeah well you know with kj hurt we need him bad He's going to be a stud. I am. I'm really excited to watch him this year. Oh, he, I think he's just going to be. I don't care what team you're a fan of. We've talked about this before. His story is so cool. Just watch him because he's, he's just all fun to watch. Over the field, he's just amazing. And it wouldn't matter. You know what? Even if he ended up on a different team, if he was on the Dallas Cowboys, I would watch him just because he's so fun to watch. And you can't have him now because he's mine. Uh, so uh, this is <laughs> wow. On our week one show, you're going to do that. I'm not cutting that either. The whole world. That's gonna... fine. Let everybody know who I am. <laughs> All right. So I, I just wrote down a ton of notes. This is in no particular order. I just kind of went through what, what happened and, and thought that. So they also made a bunch of, of moves that day, um, made some trades. We got uh, safety Shalom Luani. Is that how you know? I don't know how to say him from the Raiders because, you know, the Raiders are giving everybody away. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, we traded uh, again because we had so many damn wide receivers. Uh, Marcus Johnson actually ended up he had a, he had a really good preseason. Uh, came over in the trade for Michael Bennett, and uh, but they just didn't have a spot for him, and so they traded him to the Colts. Uh, so Captain Andrew Luck has a, a new target, and uh, we got tight end Daryl Daniels. Um, Magoo did get waived; nobody claimed him practice squad he goes austin davis went on the ir um it was a weird move but that's fine um i did i didn't see that second part well that's written down here a third huh no not gonna happen <laughs> uh so yeah magoo is waved he ends up on practice squad i like that that's fine uh austin davis um again ir they the at the beginning of the day they traded for mr uh brett hunley from mm-hmm. the green bay packers he's your new backup quarterback seahawks yep. fans get excited because he sucks so there's that i actually that was the that was the big uh reaction was like well he was terrible right he wh- why would we what it's like okay well honestly who would you trust in the field more right now someone yeah. who has nfl starting experience because he started for aaron Rodgers last year or Magoo. Seattle fans may not be as brave as Cowboy fans are. Yeah. Well, true. True. Because Wilson never gets hurt. No, never. <laughs> he actually doesn't, and that means we're due. That's that's what scares me, <laughs> is that the amount of abuse he takes, and he doesn't get hurt, so we're, he's due to get hurt. Well, no, he gets hurt. He just doesn't well, miss he doesn't, a game. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah. He's, uh, he's amazing. Uh, so... <sighs> <laughs> So they uh, they released uh, Maurice Alexander, safety, safety Mike Tyson. Uh, he's going back to boxing. Who said that? 
Is it a joke? Actually, I thought he was going to. No joke. Come on. No. Come on. No, because he was actually going to practice with the team. Okay. But anyways, uh, Darbo, of course, got cut. We talked about that. Picked up by New England, and then it was really funny because the second New England grabbed him, everyone was like, "Oh, well, there's your next All-Pro wide receiver. There's your <laughs> Super Bowl hero." <laughs> and then he got cut from New England, and then the poor guy, he's in a season-ending surgery, so he may end up back in the, with the Seahawks again down the road. Who knows? Uh, the big news, which was super exciting, Deion Jordan got activated, uh, defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, very possible he actually plays Week One too, so that's awesome need him i'm ready for him to come out on the scene i mean when when miami drafted him because he was he's an oregon kid um he looked like he was going to be you know just explosive and be all over the field and he just he hasn't really i mean down there in miami with cameron wake he kind of you know you figured he'd have a little bit more production but you know we'll see what happens this will be I, if I, he stays healthy this will be the year i'm excited to watch Deion jordan um they made they did claim a couple guys off of waivers uh jordan simmons he's like he's a guard like 330 something pounds he's a big dude um and then uh uh simeon thomas grabbed him uh six three cornerback he's got the uh pete carroll wingspan (laughs) it's all about the wingspan (laughs) all about that wingspan we used to we've talked about that at nauseum uh Overall, I'm actually I'm pretty happy with the with the roster. They it's with with Baldwin at 85 percent or whatever he says he's going to be at. You don't have the weapons that you're used to. You got Lockett and you got Baldwin, but then you got to you know more made the team obviously. So I'm looking forward to seeing if that connection they had in the preseason then extends out to the regular season. Um, I noticed on fantasy football and the two drafts that I've done so far he wilson's actually his projection i don't know if you noticed this his projection is actually much lower than last year and i don't know if that's because of the 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 projection that they're finally going to have some sort of a run game i don't he's I, yeah do less. i don't i don't think wilson's going to be 99 percent of the offense as far as he was last year as far as <laughs> um air and ground yeah no you're right and he won't be and that's the hope anyway so if seattle wants him to be ready to go in 2019 then he doesn't need to be 99 no, they're just gonna wear him out yeah they'll kill him um ended up being the ninth youngest team in the nfl which i, I liked in them the, the interesting thing they always go kind of young they're they're second in the nfc second youngest and they're only behind the rams who they're going to be chasing in the division anyway so that's i think cool. dallas is behind seattle uh eight draftees made the final 53 two undrafted free agents made the final 53 um one of them austin calitro linebacker you can do it kids uh that guy he's gonna be really good so watch him uh byron maxwell he ended up on ir um he can bring him back in the second half after eight games uh the the one that uh they left their new tight end at dixon they left him on the uh non-football injury list he wasn't too happy about that and we'll tweet today saying that uh, he doesn't agree with that move but he'll be ready when they call his number but now so he's out for uh six weeks yep and uh so that was kind of a weird move for them but they've got i think they're they're okay on the tight end front right now and i think they're kind of looking at well let's let's make sure he's 100 percent good to go not sure but um I'm ex- like you. I'm just excited for real football and 
and happy mm-hmm. we have happy we have a rasta so before we uh move on to talking about our first games we do got to go over a couple of nfl things if you don't mind i don't mind so i was looking at nfl news because we're always going to go over nfl news because yes we're a cowboys and seahawks podcast but we're also an, a football podcast so we probably won't talk a lot of college football unless we see something unbelievable probably won't talk a lot about a uh, canadian football uh no no not not at all um maybe we'll talk xfl because that'll be going in our <laughs> off time and we'll see some cool stuff but uh there was one big story this week that involved many many players and it's called money <laughs> true just blow up the mic there my bad well let's do that again true <laughs> correct uh did you find it funny? We got done recording last week, Tuesday night. <laughs> Wednesday morning popped up, and I don't know about you, but all of a sudden, just boom, deal, boom, deal, boom, deal. Story after story after story. So we talked about uh, OBJ. Yep. He was the first one. Yep. Talked about him last week. Uh, for my own team, Lockett signed an extension. Yep. Three years, $31.8 million, $20 million guaranteed. Uh, proving once again, Earl Thomas, that if you show up to camp, you might actually get your extension. Just saying. Uh, so he's the, in Seattle, you know. He is in Seattle. Everyone was freaking out, but uh, he's not. He, you know, he lives here, so everybody calm down. Uh, the first one, which was huge, and it made me look like an idiot, <laughs> because we just got done recording, and in the podcast, I literally said, "I wouldn't be surprised if AA Run ends up with a different team." <laughs> <laughs> And, and I, then and I had just got morning. Happened. Yeah, and I had just gotten done editing, and I posted it in the morning, and then, boom! And I just—you got to be freaking kidding me! So he, uh, can you believe this contract? I mean, it's oh, just, I believe it. I mean, it's so he got a four-year extension, thirty-three and a half million in new money plus incentives, and then the numbers start rolling out. You're talking one hundred and seventy-six to one hundred and eighty million. I've heard one hundred and ninety plus million dollars in total money that he can end up getting and then the cash flow aspect of it is what's like the dude's going to be rolling in it really soon he probably won't be doing those state farm commercials no uh 67 million dollars before the end of the calendar right and then he gets another 80 million before saint patrick's day of next year and so you're talking about 103 million guaranteed money so obviously the largest contract ever and so you're thinking all right well we finally got a ron to sign his deal so now russell's licking his chops he won't get that kind of money and uh, but he thinks he will and his agent thinks he will and there's no way he gets that kind of money i i 100 agree with you and we'll and we'll dive into that but i thought we were done and then we've been waiting for a, a resolution in the aaron donald thing and boom news comes out Aaron Donald, six years, $135 million extension, $87 million guaranteed, richest defensive deal in history. Until. And then he got to be that in about for about two seconds. <laughs> for about 48 hours. Because they, I don't, was it even that long? I don't think it was even that long. So Gruden trades Khalil Mack to the Bears. The Bears. Da Bears. And Da Bears pay him 141 million dollar extension six years about 23 and a half million dollars a year average with 90 million guaranteed 
with 60 million at signing. Good lord. The NFC North is uh rich. So so the Bears uh they they get better obviously. Max is a stud. Well now now and you know you look at Chicago they've got Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith. Yeah, rookie out of Georgia. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, sorry, you know, it's good you got paid, Aaron, but uh, we're coming after you. <laughs> They're going to get you. And not only Chicago, you look at Minnesota's defense. That's a scary defense. Yeah, I think Minnesota, they, their defense uh, throughout the preseason actually underperformed, but they're still rated up there as the top one of the top defenses if not the top defense in the nfc well and i and i wouldn't go so far to say they underperformed i think they just kept it vanilla yeah didn't really give give out much just play very very simple uh defense and obviously it's preseason so it doesn't matter so all those contracts said uh were you uh, what were your thoughts on on those good the god a, the aa ron <laughs> was not surprising um and i obviously like i said in last week's episode i think he'll finish out his career there and then he'll be done um, oh, absolutely and i'm an idiot and 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 <laughs> we talked about it a little too as far as you know longer longer schedules and and, and player contracts and all that I, th- I think that's just where it's trending it's trending more and more of the guaranteed money and the signing bonus money because then you, you know that it's not as big as a of a cap hit but um, like you said with Wilson, I mean, he thinks he was going to get that money. Maybe he will. I mean, who knows? But just over the next two, three years with, you know, like with Dak and with Zeke and, and depending on how Deshaun Watson comes out with, you know, this, how many, let's see how, how big these numbers get. How many years do uh, Dak and Zeke have on their contracts? So Zeke was a first round pick. So he's uh, on a five year contract. I think he can rene- after four. Uh, renegotiate after four. Dak can renegotiate after this year because he's a so, fourth round pick. And this is year three for both of them, right? Yep. So okay, so twenty nineteen. So you got the twenty twenty CBA coming up. Yep. And that's where teams are going to have to get. This is what I found so interesting about like finance like yeah well they're aaron signs it now and obviously you needed to so that sets a a certain mark but then all these owners have to get very strategic about what they're going to do because you only got 2020s right around the corner (laughs) and what do you like like and come to my camp russell wilson the seahawks have to be like super super careful about how they go about it because as you said he's not going to get that money he wants that money mm-hmm. they've literally been sitting around waiting for that money because he only has one more season 2019 is it so he becomes a an unrestricted free agent in 2020 cba is in 2020 so what do they do do you franchise them for 2020 and wait till those that would be an expensive franchise number. Right, but what are they but we don't know what's going to happen in the CBA because in the right. CBA the players are going to want fully guaranteed contracts. They're not going to get them, but they're going to want them. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some sort of compromise there. So, do you do you franchise Russell in 2020 and wait for them to figure out the 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 CBA and then go from there? Yeah, it's expensive, but shit, man, I kind of might want to look at that. Mhm. Because he's otherwise, I feel like they're going to get screwed because they're going to end up in some sort of stalemate. Because Russell 
is going to say, well, Aaron Rodgers got this much. And he wants to, he's going to want top dollar. And the Seattle Seahawks are going to be like, Russell, buddy, listen. So you're good. Really good. Got us that Lombardi. Appreciate that. You also threw an interception there. The end of that one Super Bowl. <laughs> no, what, what's that? Play call? No, shut up. I don't want to talk about the play call. You could have audibled that. What are you doing? So <laughs> it, it's, he's, you're right. He's not Aaron Rodgers. So I, I don't know what they do. And it's his his example is just one of many. It's well, and I mean, like you know, we talked about it. We got Dak and Zeke. Besides that, you also have um, uh, Lyle Collins. They might have to pay. You got to pay Demarcus Lawrence. You're not going to let him go. He's playing under yep. the tag this year. You're going to tag him again next year. Or you're going to sign him. So, um, yeah, with with these contracts, they're just going to get bigger and bigger. <laughs> Salary cap's going to have to just explode to even get there it's it's just mm-hmm. it's crazy so aaron donald i had no i have no problem with either one of the defensive contracts like they're huge but like you said they're trending that way what are they going to do well and, and the thing with those two is those guys are worth it i mean i remember when i remember when albert haynesworth got his i think it was like a 90 million dollar deal which he oh man he fleeced washington on that one yeah well, and we've, you know, this, the the Hawks showed in 2013 how defense wins championships. <laughs> so you're seeing a lot, the paying top dollar for, especially, you know, defensive linemen. I mean, it's, 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 it's not shocking. It's not surprising. And that's the, the trend is going in that way. And you're going to see more of that. Well, like I said, if, if you're you, really good, like I've said before, you know, you pay the guy who protects the quarterback, you pay the quarterback and you pay the guy who. Gets goes, after the quarterback. Yeah, goes to get him. Uh, turnovers happen when you pressure the quarterback. That's that's what happens. It's weird. Um, and then quick Earl Thomas news. You just showed me the tweet. Uh, the chances of him playing week one. Oh, he's not going to. There's 0%. It's not happening. He did land in Seattle. He was here to take his daughter her first day of school. And, uh, of course, everyone freaked out like, oh. Oh, he's back in he's Seattle. Back in, he has a house here, everyone. Calm down. He's moving. not. He's not going to play. Moving on. But Dallas wants to give a what? Third, a third rounder, a third, and something else. Who knows? Freaking dreaming. Who knows? Like you said, until he's somewhere, this story won't end. Five hundred thousand dollars for every game he misses, and he already missed all of training camp, so he got all those fines too. So money. So I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. He. I actually literally think now that. Because they have shown that if you showed up to camp, he might have actually had an ex- like have an extension by this point. Um, I understand his part of it, but he's actually screwed himself. So there's that. Anyway, moving on. Week one, you're playing Cammy Newton, Carolina Panthers in mm. Carolina. Mm-hmm. One twenty-five p.m. Pacific time. Pacific specific specific time. <laughs> preview that game my friend let's just go i'm just gonna go i'm gonna throw out just a couple of the matchups that i'm looking for um obviously it is weird uh dallas opening at carolina in the afternoon game i mean usually dallas opens the season prime time but whatever that comes week two <laughs> wow okay first of all and my, my why do you sound so bitter over america's team not getting a prime time we open game. on prime time that would have damn been, it that would have been better because we could have like watched the games exactly but uh, they're just trying oh, to screw you know, us. Well, this just means the Sunday ticket kicks in week one. Sweet. Um, so we'll just jump right into it. 
the number one matchup that I'm looking for in this game. Obviously, we haven't seen Zeke at all this preseason, so finally get to see him back in action. But I want him to have a big game. I'm well. I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, but the matchup between Zeke and Luke Kuechly, yeah, that's going to be exciting to watch. Um, and again, just seeing Zeke for the first time this year. No distractions, nothing hanging over his head, no suspensions, full offseason, full training camp. I mean, ready to go. And every, everything that, you know, Zach Martin and, and even Joe Looney commented, it, he just, he's, there's something different about him. He seems, he just seems like he's ready to go and, and, you know, could possibly have a big year, which I, you know, I hope he does. He's got the talent for it. I, in my opinion, he's the best back in the league. You got to believe he feels cheated. Like he, he, yeah. got, he got screwed last year. Yep and he he has something to prove and I, i'm with you i'm not a dallas fan we all know this but i expect him and it has nothing to do with my fantasy team <laughs> or anything i expect him to have a humongous stat year yeah. huge huge so um, huge so definitely one to, one to look for um as far as the uh defensive side Extremely excited to see Randy Gregory back out there. Everything's pointing to him starting week one awesome. back on the field. Uh, there was obviously the, I mean, I don't even want to mention it just because it was BS or whatever, but there was a report that maybe more trouble was coming for him, yada, yada, yada. Turned out it wasn't true. He had a, because of the program he's in, he had to meet with league doctors. League doctors checked him out. Everything was fine. Um, you know, two thumbs up. It was just a lot of brouhaha about nothing. But anyways, Randy Gregory back. So now you've got Demarcus Lawrence on one side, Randy Gregory on the other side. Um, it's gonna be. I hope Cam is ready because Carolina's offensive line is hurt. I mean they're they're down a couple pieces, and their offensive line it wasn't that great, isn't that great to begin with. So new. No. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing the defensive line go up against uh, Carolina's offense. But the one player who does terrify me, because there always seems to be somebody, whether it be you know the running back or maybe the team's second or third wide receiver that decides to just blow up Dallas defensively. But um, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. I mean, the matchup is going to be either Sean Lee's going to be keyed on him or or Jalen Smith, but Jalen being in the middle. I, I don't really know if he's going to be the one shadowing McCaffrey as he comes out of the backfield because that's what he does the majority of the time is, you know, pass catch and get up the field. Um, but watching this defense against McCaffrey is going to be, is going to be interesting to see as well as um, Carolina's, uh, was he a first? I can't remember when they picked him, but uh, um, DJ Moore, who is, Pretty scary with the ball. I mean, as soon as after he catches the ball, he's he's one of those um, run after the catch guys. So those guys always give Dallas fits, whether it be um, you know Dallas is doing defensively doing just fine throughout most of the game, and then it always comes down to it's a third and fifteen. They just need to get a stop, get him off the field, and you know never fails. It's going to be McCaffrey for 17 or, or more for, for 17, pick up the first down, and 
you know, all that business. So that's what I'm hoping with this, not a whole lot of new faces, but this kind of fresh Cowboys defense with Chris Richard and, and, and the things that Rod Marinelli, Rod Marinelli has been doing, you know, we'll see what happens. The other thing that's going to be interesting to see is, is Cam Newton with, with North Turner, you know, North Turner is yep. now their offensive coordinator. Um, you know, Cam has had his struggles. He, I mean, he's been a good quarterback. I mean, I'll say, I'll say that I don't, I don't really care for him either, but he has been a good quarterback, but um, it's going to be interesting to see how he performs under Turner's offense. Was it 15 that he was, that was Super Bowl year for him? Ye- 13, yes. 14 with Seahawks and he was the next year. Yep. yep. So he peaked at that point. I mean, that was his, his big year. And yep. that's, that was my note for the game is besides all the Dallas stuff. I, I'm, I, I, it's no secret. I hate Cam Newton. Can't stand him. However, I want to see is he going to continue because he didn't have a good year last year. Mm-mm. Nope. Is he going to continue to regress, or is he going to come back and and have a better year? Uh, so, because if, if he does, he when he's, he's got, when he's playing the way he's supposed to, he's scary. He's got all the talent in the world. And it's I mean, it's basically a linebacker back there playing quarterback. He's huge. Um, you know, if he needs to run, he can run. If he if he's I mean, he's He's got an arm, so it, it, I f- I feel like he I, lets he needs emotions. to put the pieces together. Obviously, I hope he doesn't do it week one, but no, yeah, he can wait. Yeah, he can wait. He can wait till like week fourteen. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like he like emotions get in the way with him. He, he, you can when things aren't going well for him, it's obvious. Well, we all we all played sports with those kinds of guys, you know. Oh well, yeah, when when things well, started not to go their way, they started you know throwing a little most of us most of us don't like to lose well no but there's a certain way to handle it and he doesn't handle it very well which has always been my biggest problem with him when he's doing well he's way overly cocky i don't mind you being cocky go ahead and be cocky if you're doing well but not like ridiculously cocky he's way too cocky yeah i said cocky way too much yeah however how cocky that's super cocky so then (laughs) so then uh but when he's doing bad he, I don't want you to have the Russell Wilson. Everything is rainbows and unicorns all the time. Mm-hmm. No matter what's happening, someone ran over your dog. That's all right, man. We'll just get another dog. It's cool. I. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty bad example, but it's a all terrible right. example. But I, I don't. You don't need to be down in the dumps like pouty throwing stuff and yeah. and being a little kid, which is what Cam Newton is yeah. all the time. Yeah. Why the um, little baby? But other than that, definitely for for me, the two things. Seeing Zeke, seeing how he does. I mean, I mean, obviously the wide receivers. I mean, that's a whole fresh batch. I mean, yeah, you got Terrence Williams and, and Cole Beasley returning, but now you've got Michael Gallup and Alan Hearns and um, uh, Tavon Austin. So let's see how that all comes together. I mean, but just remember, it's only week one. Not, not everything is going to come together right off the bat. I mean, it's it always takes a few weeks for everything to kind of click and, for and that get going every year. No, just. <laughs> Don't go off a of week one. Oh, Just dude. let it, let it, let it come together. I fall for it every year. Um, I'm guilty, but I'm definitely, definitely excited. So with with Zeke, and then obviously with Jalen Smith being back to ninety nine hundred percent, those are my two guys to watch. And towards the end of this episode, we're gonna close every week out with our game picks of our games. That's the final thing we'll do every week. Uh, so you'll pick your winner there for that. Um, I'm excited for your game, actually. Like I said, I'm going to try and figure out picture in picture because I want to see. 
but I fall for that every every year. I get pissed off after week one about something, and I have to remind myself, dude, it's week one. Usually, usually you'll you'll know after week four and five, right in between four and five, you'll kind of know how things are going. No, you got to get because by, by that chance or by that time, that's when some changes might be yeah. made. You know, someone might become a starter. Some might might you know you know you yeah you know what your team really is by the time you get through that first quarter of the season week four get done with that game then you can really sit there and evaluate and go oh okay they suck (laughs) (laughs) or you know what we're really good yeah uh okay so i didn't seattle at denver i did not uh yeah we're going to the mile high city to start the season off we start our first two games on the road which is gross and um Denver's that's a tough place for your first game too because of the altitude and it's just a different place to play football um I did not go as in-depth because it's week one and it's hard like you haven't seen any of these teams play Denver's not going to be very good so, so there you go. Denver isn't going to be very good they got themselves a new quarterback Case Keenum oh, actually not I I want to touch on that real quick just because that's the kind of thing touch that it. that's the kind of thing that pisses me off as a as a Cowboys fan and Everyone always wants to talk to him, and everybody always wants to connect something back to the Cowboys. So, obviously, Elway released Paxton Lynch. True. And as you know, back in 2016, oh, yeah. Jerry, Jerry Jones wanted Paxton oh, Lynch, yeah. and he wanted to move up to get him. But Seattle ended up jumping in front, and then or, or Seattle traded with Denver. Uh, Seattle had the spot one or two in front of Dallas. Seattle traded with Denver. Denver took Paxton Lynch. Okay. And then Dallas wanted uh, Connor Cook, and then he got picked up. So then they got Dak Prescott, and obviously we the rest is history. We know what's going on with Dak. But Paxton Lynch and Connor Cook were released this past Saturday. Yes, they were. And instead of instead of it, especially in the Denver side, instead of it being, um, you know, you know, Elway screwed up, again. screwed up, you know, taking Paxton Lynch obviously hasn't worked out. So let him go. No, instead of the story is Jerry Jones wanted Paxton Lynch. Oh, I saw it was all freaking weak. Like, okay. Stop. Always tie Stop. always tie it back to Merrick's team. Play it. Well, and that that's the point right there. Everybody always wants to loop them in and everybody always wants to talk about them. So that is why you could say they're America's team. But but anyways, I, I saw that and that just that was right after the Dan Bailey thing and then I, oh, I was so already you, kind yeah, of pissed you, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that just kind of made it worse. But anyways, sorry <laughs> about that. Uh you feel better? I'm good. Okay. I'm excited. I'm gonna try and loop as many things back as I can to Jerry Jones now. Uh, all right, moving on. So, <laughs> just random things. Um, some things I'm looking for because if the Seahawks can pull these things off, they will be successful. And so, you know what? We need to be able to see them in action week one. Obviously, offensive line. Can the offensive line be improved? And, uh, oh my God, what is that? That's. Uh... We need to take a break. <laughs> that's some axis deer mm. anyway he knows better than to show me food pictures while we're <laughs> doing a podcast <laughs> with no food uh all right so i think he actually did that because i still owe you a steak dinner so i think that was a hint um offensive line well, that's where i was will they be improved minus the fetty who still sucks will they be improved will the seahawks be able to be a run first offense like they want to be and therefore taking that pressure off of russell wilson and so you'll actually see a more consistent passing game 
and less chuck it. My vote is yes, but I don't think they're going to get there quickly. I think no, it's, it's going to take some time. Yeah, I mean, with offensive line. Excuse me. Pardon me. It's Andrew Gisman, everybody. With with offensive line, <laughs> um, things really come together when guys have played next to each other for you know a season or half a season or or you know however long. It's those little nuances of you know a grunt. You know, a grunt it basically is telling the guy, I'm doing this, and you should go do that. Yep. And, uh, and that just comes from from playing together for so long. So I, I think Seattle's made some improvements, especially with, you know, obviously the offensive line coach offloading Tom Cable and bringing in, what's his name? Mike Solari. Um, I mean, I, I those are definitely steps in the right direction. And, and you know, Seattle in their heyday with, with, with Lynch – that's what they were was a run run first team and that's run first team with a very very strong defense that's why they were so hard to beat so um you know we'll see if seattle's able to get back to being at least right now a decent run team well the whole thing with seattle this offseason has been recapturing their identity Mm -hmm. getting back to what made them a good team because they got away from it um i i saw even in games that didn't matter in the preseason you saw i saw enough of an an improved offensive line that i'm optimistic and so again if we can see even a little bit of improvement where chris carson can actually get going obviously like we said you're not going to see amazing things in week one but if we can just see a little bit and as they try and get back to that identity offensively i'll be a happy camper and on the other side of the ball again in trying to recapture their identity what are they going to do on defense? They have all these new guys. You got KJ's hurt. Pass rush is one of those things where I was so concerned the whole preseason because it wasn't there. And what made them so damn good when they were at the peak is they used to bother the quarterback mm-hmm. and they would cause turnovers. And now Earl's not back there either. And you don't got Earl back there. You don't got Cam back there. You don't got Richard Sherman back there. You got all these new guys. It'll be interesting to watch. And so, yeah, if, if so, if we can see some of that again, now you're, you're, you're getting closer to what they want to be. I, I still believe it's going to be 2019 before we're back to that. Yeah. But let's make, let's take those baby steps and, and get there. Well, and, and back on the offensive line. So, um, I, I saw it. I'm pretty sure you did too. So who, who's, what are Seattle's first four games? We got Denver, Denver, Chicago, is it Chicago? Denver, Chicago. Then they're home go ahead, for Dallas. Go ahead and pull it up. Yeah, let's pull it up. Man, I haven't had to edit. Now all of a sudden I got to edit. I hate you <laughs> and your stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that part in. It's warm in here. It's so goddamn warm in here. You know what, though? This winter, it'll be cold as hell in here. Yeah, it will be. We'll have to bring a heater. Uh, I was right. So start in Denver, go to Chicago, and then they have Dallas at home, and then they go to Arizona. Okay, so offensive line will be tested early. You got Von Miller one week. Next week, you got, well, now, Khalil Mack. Oh, I was not too worried about the Chicago game. Now I'm scared shitless of the Chicago game. So now you yeah, so you've got Von Miller one week, you've got Khalil Mack the next you got Demarcus Lawrence the week after that. I'm not really worried and, about that. And then and, <laughs> and then week four, um you've got 
oh, what's his name with Arizona? It doesn't matter. They're Arizona Cardinals. Matter. They suck anyway. At least the first three weeks, they will be tested early. Oh, it's not an easy schedule to start with at all. So, but again, those are the things I'm looking for. And then I just one last thing I want to see Russell Wilson. I don't want to, I mean, the guy was out of his mind last year and having to be the offense. I want to see him, and we, we've talked about this in the whole preseason. I want to see him take that next step mm-hmm. and play a little smarter. If he has a pocket, go ahead and stand in it. Take a second and make the throw. Less chuck it. More precise. Go through your progressions. If you got to do a check down, fine, but don't immediately start running around like a crazy person. Right. So I want to see that. So we'll see. But you know what? It's just regular football, and I'm so damn excited. <laughs> Finally. It matters. It matters. All right. So anything else you want to add about your game? You're good? I'm good. I'm good, too. So now let's move on to some fun. We're not going to do this all these every week. This is just because it's week one, and I wanted a longer episode because I didn't care. And uh, it's time for fun. So I want from you three bold predictions hot takes if you will they'll end up being hot takes when they become true because we're right about everything i don't know if you knew three bold predictions for the upcoming season and go for our teams only or just the no just broad nfl mine are only one is yes one we already know what one of yours is because you've thrown it out there many many times Oh, man. Okay. Um, You'll like this one. So let's go with number one. Mr. Shaquem will be Defensive Rookie of the Year. Ooh. Write it down. Writing it down. I like that one. Also could very well see it happen. It's cool to have two brothers on the same team. Um, I just saw actually a stat that... uh, Week one will be the first time in, I don't know, 50 or 60 years that two sets of twins will be starting. That's awesome. In the, in the NFL. Those are cool stories. Those are cool stories. The tug at your heart, my boy. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'll go with Griffin, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, what's another? Bold. Let's get bold. You got, um, your, you got your Cleveland one if you want to use your Cleveland one. Okay, yeah, we'll throw the Cleveland. Nine I, wins. Cleveland will win nine games this year. Mark it down. Nine games. And that will get them something that will go over here pretty soon, too. So how about that? Well, what's more bold, that or that? Both of them are pretty bold, but they go together. <laughs> <laughs> um, and third, let's go with... Um, let me think. Aaron Rodgers, A.A.Ron. A.A.Ron will finish as the sixth best quarterback this year as far as so your bold so your bold prediction is that he won't have a superstar i mean it'll still be good but he he won't he he won't not be he won't finish in the top three of um you know as far as passing leaders and, and quarterback rating yeah but you know what He'll go home and roll around in his money. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for him. 
I I I think that a a Ron is going to have a very down year. All right, write it down. That's yeah. a spicy meatball. <laughs> a a Ron down year. So Griffin, defensive rookie of the year, Cleveland winning nine games. Aaron Rodgers having a very bad very bad year. But still, if that's but, even a hot, isn't even a bold prediction. Yeah, that's pretty bold because I think he's expect, he is ex- with his new weapon, Jimmy Graham. Yeah. I mean, he's expected to have a really good season. Okay. So it, he's he's expected to be up there. It's supposed to be Brady Rogers Ryan or Brady Rogers Breeze or Rogers Breeze Brady, that kind of thing. I don't think I think he's gonna fall way down the list. Jeez. So mean to Aaron. What about you, man? Me, man? So I got a Cleveland one. Oh. Uh I don't get precise. Okay. I just have that Cleveland will win some games. <laughs> As in, they could win. Brian, ditto. They could win one game. I guess if they have to win some, that'd be at least two. So, but they will win some games. That's pretty bold because they went zero and sixteen, and one in fifteen the year prior. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's pretty bold. Uh, this one's really bold. The New England Patriots, Patriots of New England, led by uh, Tom Brady. They will miss the playoffs. Oh. Mark it down. Got it. And finally, number three, Russell Wilson. Come he on, will, you can't pick someone on your own team. I can indeed. You chose not to. I did. <laughs> Russell <laughs> Russell Wilson will be the league MVP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you all right there? When I was talking you, about why, a, when I was talking about Aaron not having a great year, I was wasn't meaning like, oh yeah, Wilson's going to be MVP. No, I noticed in all of your top tiers when you're like, oh, it goes this, this, and this. None of those had Russell in it. it was really weird. <laughs> why do you hate Russell so much? I don't understand. I I didn't even include my own quarterback in that. That's so. not my fault. That's not my fault. I don't understand why you don't like Russell. I thought you liked Russell just as long as he didn't play your team. Yeah, <laughs> I liked Marshawn. Ah, uh, we all miss Marshawn. All right, so that's my. That's us. If, if anybody wants to throw down their bold prediction, just comment on one of our recent posts. Ooh, good idea. We'll take a look at them. Good idea. Yes, we will like and retweet our favorites. Absolutely. All right. Real quick. That'd be real quick, but let's pick the winners from each division, including wild card. Duh. Winning. AFC East. New England. I've got the uh, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> you can't say it with a straight face. No, I can't. But the problem was, is I made my bowl. I literally, in this order, made my bowl predictions, and then I was, and I went through, and I went to go do the, the these division winners, and I got to the East, and I went, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> if it's not New England, who is it? Is it the Jets? Buffalo. <laughs> so I went with the Buffalo Bills. I think they're just going to be kind of a surprise, um, and it really is funny that I even think that. Uh, AFC North. Cleveland. So that goes with your... So they're going to win nine games. I am I'm all aboard the Cleveland train. They're going to win nine games. So they're going to go nine and seven, and they're going to win their division. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I have the Steelers winning that division. Well, it just means Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati are going to be awful. I would be fine with the Pittsburgh Steelers being awful. I can't stand them. However, I have them winning the division. 
And yes, it may be silly, but whatever. Um, I, it's my it's no, my prediction. I'm, I'm all, not talking to you. I'm just talking oh, about okay. people who I'm listen. All, I was gonna say I'm all like, the Listen train. to this guy, the Cowboys fan. He likes Cleveland to win the North. Well, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> just wait. He will be so happy to throw that in all your faces if it comes true. <laughs> uh, AF, and you know what? We'll throw a party. AFC South, Houston. I too have the Houston Texans. Do you uh, expect Mr. Watson to stay healthy the whole year? Yeah, he'll stay healthy okay. all year. Uh, AFC West. Los Angeles Chargers. I have the Denver Broncos. <laughs> um, Case Keenum, only because Case Keenum, he, he led the Vikings to the playoffs. I think that he can make a difference. I feel better with a lot, even though, and we've talked about it before, I, I'm not a big Phillip Rivers fan, but I think I think Rivers has got a good team around him right now, especially a good defense. Joey Bosa is now in his, his third year. Um, look for him to make a big impact this year. Obviously, Derwin James being drafted this year. Um, you know they re-signed Antonio Gates. Still got Keenan Allen. Let's let's see what uh, the Los Angeles Chargers have to offer. The uh, AFC wild card. Two teams. What do you got? My two wild cards are Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Ooh, Saxonville. With uh, Blake freaking Bortles. Blake freaking Bortles and Jalen freaking Ramsey. <laughs> Who is the new uh, Richard Sherman? Yeah. So I have your Los Angeles Chargers and the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, there you go. That's my wild card teams. So you know what? I f- we, just, <laughs> we talked about this when you got here and we were still prepping. Uh, the AFC is just not a good the conference. AFC, the AFC is garbage. It is pure. It was actually not very easy. Like it was difficult to go through and pick teams and whereas and we're about to do the nfc that was tougher oh yeah so let's jump into the nfc and uh winning those divisions nfc east who you got dallas <laughs> duh so homer over here uh you went with a homer pick okay i got all right all right that's fine i have the uh washington nobody Redskins. wins the east back to back that's true I have the Washington Redskins. <laughs> you go to hell. I noticed you're wearing maroon. You yeah. go to hell and you die. First of all, first of all, I, my jersey's over there because we were going to live stream or not. We were going to record this and, and we didn't. So I don't know what happened there. Uh, NFC North. Uh, even though I said he's going to have a down year, I'm still taking Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so he will be the sixth best quarterback in the league, and but they'll still win. Oh, yeah. I also have the Green Bay Packers. Shocking uh nfc south new orleans the new orleans saints you think that drew Brees is going to have one last hurrah uh-huh okay i could see that um and look, not- look for des to sign by week five in new orleans yeah i like that that's for my him. that's a prediction i like that for him breeze would like that target uh i have the atlanta falcons i think they rebound well i think that matt ryan has a rebound type season he's got a great great set of weapons i mean yeah um, uh, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu. Um, I mean, Jones is arguably Devonte Adams. I mean, or not? Sorry, not Devonte Adams. Um, oh crap! What's his name? That guy. Oh, that's gonna bother me. So you better look it up. He's looking it up. Devonte Freeman. That guy. That guy. You had half of it correct. Um, NFC West. L.A. Rams. I too have the L.A. Rams. I just. 
Sorry, I didn't go Homer pick Seahawks fans. I'm not like uh, Andrew over here. I um, well, unlike Seattle, I like Dallas to be, has a legit chance to I win like the to division. Be, whoa, so. hey, hey, hey. Well, that's very true. I can't argue that. Uh, the NFC West with the Rams, everything they did in the off season, they're they're going for it now. Yep. I expect them to just. I wouldn't maybe not run away, but they're going to win that division. Now the problem is, is you have Jimmy Graps and the Niners, mm-hmm. and the Seahawks and even Arizona might be even better. So it's just going to be an uphill battle to get through those four teams. Yep. Uh, I have, I said the Rams. So, okay. So wild card. You mean both of them? Yep. San Francisco and Philly. Ooh. So you put your eagles in there. Did you see today that the, apparently I haven't listened to the whole thing, but and it could just be a headline to get clicks. But you got really people, shocking oh, oh, in this day and age. No way. <laughs> uh, apparently, people are out there saying that the people inside the Eagles organization. Oh, I, I did see this. Actually would rather have Foles start all the time and that they probably should go ahead and just start looking for trade offers for Carson <laughs> Wentz. Are you freaking kidding me? I wouldn't be shocked. Just because he got hurt, like he's your future. Foles is I, not your future. I don't know. Philly's trash. I I know it's the wrong person to have the discussion with because you know you hate them, but you picked them as a wild card. That's awesome. <laughs> I I went you know common ground football podcasting and I went Cowboys and Seahawks. How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> uh, I have them as the wild card because I wasn't going to put the Seahawks in there at all, and then I make fun of you for your homer pick, and I'm like, well, I got to be a homer. <laughs> and I got I got to at least put them in there because what good is it if I'm like, well, they're going to suck. They're not going to be in the freaking that's just stupid. All right, give me one one dark horse team. One dark horse team that will come out of nowhere and surprise everybody. Okay, so if I was to if I was to revise <laughs> There's no revisions. No, honestly, if I was to revise um I would put pittsburgh as the afc north winners and i would put cleveland as the dark horse i like that that's that's who my dark horse would be i have uh jimmy graps and the san francisco 49ers as my dark horse because we want to sit here and i want to i want to see if jimmy graps can then continue his greatness (laughs) uh we'll see what happens but they're they're my dark horse so all right give me your super bowl matchup and winner. <laughs> These are stupid to fit at the beginning, but they're fun because at the end we can be like, we thought who was going to do what? Because we're never right. Hmm. This is way too early and too difficult. But everybody does it and we're, you know, cheesy. Okay. Uh, from the NFC, representatives will be the Rams. Okay. And in the AFC, we are going to go with... La, la, la. surprise the, surprise the hardest one new england if you also say if you say cleveland <laughs> <laughs> new england and la who's your winner la thank you if you were going to say new england that i was going to kick you in the face that that defensive line oh yeah i mean oh they have a legit chance of winning i think their highest scored offense last year so i mean they have they have the talent so i take the rams and new england obviously if we weren't doing the show or anytime, I'm going to say Dallas. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. But 
for for I'm proud of you for picking for this, outside of that. For this, I would say the Rams and New England. Uh, all right. I have Steelers, Packers. Ooh. Two teams that don't need another Lombardi, but okay. Pack Aaron <laughs> only has one. Packers have several. Aaron only has one. So I have Aaron Rodgers winning the Super Bowl. I hope not. Um, all right. So one thing we are going to do and have been doing every week is our social media mailbag. We're doing pretty good. This will be over within you know an hour and a half. That's not bad. I thought it would be easily a two-hour episode. Um, do anybody comment? I don't even know. I, I don't know. What good are you? Apparently no good. <laughs> I do know that. Uh, Dennis I can, did. I was going to say, I can guarantee you that two people did. Uh, at least one. Dennis from Ohio is all over it. Because that's what he does. So let me jump in here. We are uh, at Common Ground FBP on Twitter, and I always post um, stuff about go in there and stuff about things, stuff about things, and hit up the mailbag and all that and goodness and whatnot. And nobody commented on the tweeter box. How about that? <laughs> How about that? How about that? So let's go over to Facebook. Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Common Ground Football Podcast. One long, gigantic, ridiculous thing so go in there find us there's a pretty picture of us on there how about that fancy schmancy pants facebook come on where we go all right here we go dennis from ohio i'm curious as to your thoughts on what the seahawks will do with russell wilson next year especially after seeing those huge court contracts where their quarterbacks are going to start over and spend it elsewhere or unload a bu- up unload a bunch on him well that was an easy answer that's an easy answer uh you do everything you can to keep him and uh we already discussed it and so if you weren't listening go back <laughs> <laughs> go back and this time listen to us slower <laughs> oh yeah so, just throwing it out there if you want a good laugh and you're on your podcast app Put it up, put us on half speed and <laughs> just enjoy just any of our episodes. Any, yeah. Any, episode. and actually any podcast you're listening to, even if it's not just preferably ours, ours, but definitely ours, try it with ours. Um, and on top of the social media mail- mailbag, I want to hit on this real quick. Uh, we hit a milestone. We did. What? What? Uh, this is episode 32. We took some time off in there and we passed the 2000, listens mark and uh so i just wanted to send a, a quick <laughs> what was that I, I don't know oh just make a noise oh okay you all right over there um i just want to say a quick thank you to our listeners supporters um couldn't do it without you and it's really cool to actually just like when we hit a thousand uh not so long ago actually took us less time to pass another thousand um it's cool to think that there are actually that many like times that someone has like listened to us. Hell yeah. <laughs> just two guys in Wenatchee. Just guys being dudes. Just being dudes and like, like in football and stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Much right. appreciated. This next thing we are going to do every single week because I, I already owe Andrew a steak dinner for what was that for the end? I don't know what that was. Oh, it's first overall pick in the draft. Oh uh, yeah. So for another Baker Mayfield. Shut up. So for another another steak dinner. No, it's gonna be Saquon. It's gonna be Saquon. It's still gonna be Saquon. Saquon's gonna take it. It's gonna be Saquon. 
I uh, drafted him in my first fantasy draft, by the way. Big mistake. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to do game picks every week. Um, and then the winner at the end of the season, who got the most right, will uh, will get more f- uh, lovely steak. So um, you want me to roll through all of mine first? Roll through them, but just make sure you skip your own. So you can pick my game, but skip your own because yours is going to be at the very end. Okay. And you got to know a score for yours at the very end. See how I did that? Ugh. <laughs> But it won't count towards the score. Won't hurt you. Let me write it down. Are oh, you gonna write it down? I think I wrote mine down. Oh yeah. If you uh, if you do want to join in and and or if you hear our picks and you think we're oh, good job, drop if you pen. Think, if you think we're freaking crazy again, interact with us on social media. Okay. Call uh, us out. Thursday, the opener, Atlanta. Sunday, Buffalo at Baltimore. We'll go with Buffalo. Jacksonville at New York. Giants, I'll take Jacksonville. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Go with New Orleans. Houston at New England. Uh, New England. Gross. San Francisco at Minnesota. Minnesota. Ah, Minnesota. Tennessee at Miami. Tennessee. Cincinnati at Indianapolis. Cincinnati. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Cleveland. Kansas City at LA Chargers. Go with the Chargers. Seattle at Denver. Seattle. Washington and Arizona. Arizona. Chicago at Green Bay, Chicago. And then Monday night, we got the Jets at Detroit. Go with the Jets. And L.A. Rams at Oakland. Go with the Rams. Those poor. Uh, these are all Eastern times. The uh, the poor East Coast gets screwed on Monday. My So my dad was just at conference in Indianapolis. Right. And he's like, there's no way I could be an East Coast football fan. Oh, it just, sucked. Just primetime games ending, you know, midnight, 1 a.m., just well they don't all because luckily they start you know most monday night games are 5 30 eastern time or 8 30 eastern time but yeah so they end that late you're right so but like for this first one that starts at 10 20 <laughs> you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna be up till one in the morning and, and the thing is is it's it's the rams like that's gonna be a a decent game to watch yeah oh no it'll be a good game but but you know living over here i i do love and i've always loved sunday mornings wake up oh yeah nine o'clock get some bacon on some gotta eggs. have bacon yep game starts at 10 and then the other game if the afternoon game is over around you know three thirty, four o'clock and then you got prime time you get that you get I, that I little love, you get that little break in between the afternoon yep. games and your and your sunday night game yep. uh you can you can either jump on and watch bob costas do his pregame crap or you can take your little break and then jump right back in. I love being a West Coast fan. Okay, here we go. Atlanta, Philadelphia. I got Atlanta. Buffalo, Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore. Jacksonville, Giants. I'm taking the Giants. Tampa Bay is at New Orleans. I'm taking New Orleans. Houston at New England. I'm taking Houston. San Francisco at Minnesota. I am taking Minnesota. Tennessee at Miami. I'm taking Tennessee. Is Miami ever going to even win a game? I think they're going to be really bad. They're going to win two games. Okay. Cincinnati at Indianapolis. Captain Andrew Luck will uh, will win that game. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. I got Pittsburgh winning that game. Kansas City at Chargers. L.A. Chargers. I got uh, Chargers winning that. Dallas at Carolina. I do have the Dallas Cowboys winning that game. Washington at uh, Arizona. Washington Redskins will win that. And uh, Chicago at Green Bay. Uh, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Yep. But the uh, Packers will win. Um but I'm not confident. <laughs> uh, Jets at Detroit on Monday night. I got Detroit Lions winning that one, and the LA Rams will beat the Oakland Raiders. Um, cool. So I'm going to win that all year, and I'm going to get a steak dinner. So there's <laughs> that. Uh, all right. 
right before we do our picks real quick for our own games we'll just close us out by uh, asking everyone to uh share with their friends their loved ones the season has begun season we hope to gain begun. more more yes. of you more of y'all bring your friends in say hey these guys are they're all right listen to them <laughs> give them a shot give them a shot um you guys know where to find us on social media so i'm not going to go through all that but uh go out there interact like i said every monday i'm going to be post monday and tuesday i'll post the mailbag thing jump on there twitter or facebook comment with your questions give us some stuff to discuss it's been fun so far so there's that congrats to everyone who made the fantasy football league we're drafting tomorrow or today if you're listening to this <laughs> later today when wednesday yeah wednesday uh that'll be a fun draft and uh some cool prizes i'll be with that if you didn't get in there's always next year all right we made it duh winning dallas to carolina <laughs> <laughs> dallas to carolina i'll go i'll take dallas uh 28 21 i uh 28 21 so it'll be kind of close it'll be close seahawks at denver they will win the seahawks they will win uh but they will and they will score a lot of points however i'm just not quite confident in the defense so defense will give up some points so 38 24 high scoring it'll get everyone excited like ooh, look at their offense Week Got one. It. Awesome. Anything else you want to add before we get the hell out of here? Nope. I'm ready for football. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm ready for oh, football. Oh, we're all ready for football. So until next week when we get to talk about results of real football, go Cowboys. Go Hawks. Oh, wait. I'm going to close it out with Emmett called me today before I got here. And I have to tell you or he'll get mad. Okay. I'm listening. You Cowboys. Thanks, thanks, Emmett. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs>